0: It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. I'm visiting uh, some family in Florida, so I'm on an air mattress.
1: (laughs) Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with this is the interview series. It's presented by WFPK at WFPK.org consequence and the consequence podcast network. Thanks as always for making your way here and checking out the series. Please do hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. Uh, if you do, I'll give you three brand new interviews every single week. A new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artist. And discover some new ones at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And that's me, I'm Kyle Meredith. Today I get to talk with Lizzie Hale of the band Hailstorm. We're going to be discussing the band's uh, latest album, Back from the Dead, and how it unintentionally became a heavier record due to the anxiety and struggles with, uh, with mental health that she was up against during the pandemic. Uh, Lizzie's going to tell us about the fun the band has with other musicians, uh, other musician friends at festivals, uh, some of her work anxiety nightmares. And the recent Adele and Dolly Parton covers that uh, they've done, as well as an unreleased shelf cover of, uh, of When a Man Loves a Woman. Uh, we're also going to discuss how she uses religious connotations in her writing, and recently getting to watch Jimmy Fallon gift Demi Lovato, one of uh, Lizzie's uh, signature guitar models, live on uh, Tonight's Show. That's all in here and more. We're talking Back from the Dead. It's Kyle Meredith with Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm.
0: How are you doing, man? Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate a, it.
1: Yeah, pleasure to have you on here. Um, you've got a lot going on. There, there's a new record that uh, came out earlier this year, Back from the Dead. A powerful, powerful album once again. Congratulations on that.
0: Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. It's just great to have it out. You know, <laughs> we're after so long and recording it, and they're like, is it ever is, is anyone ever gonna hear it? And it's, it's just wonderful to have it no longer be mine, and now it's everybody else's. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and you've been taking it out on tour. I will uh, quickly mention actually, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here in Louisville and you're going to be here. What is the, uh, the date September? Or, yeah. September 22nd. Uh, yep. Part of Louder Coming Than out. Life. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big festival. It's a good bill. The day that you're here, it's what Evanescence is also on the bill yeah. and uh, and young blood and nine inch nails. Yeah. Like,
0: Crazy. I it's, it, it's like a, it's, it's like we uh, accumulated our own personal concert, but we get to play on it. <laughs>
1: You sort of have these great bands with you on tour all the time, but in moments like this, like, do you try to use those moments to to hook up with friends on stage to make the magical moments happen? Or is, is any of that sort of in the back of your mind?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, in, in fact, even if it's not discussed previously, um, I always it's it's a little bit of a beautiful panic because it's like you want to go and support your friends either side stage but you know that there could be a moment that they look and they're like oh Lizzie's here get on up here and then you're and then it becomes like workmare like do I know all the lyrics like what's going on um but uh but yeah we I I I love those moments and I love those opportunities and 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 uh you know any any time that we're able to support each other in what we do um uh, it's that I mean that's where life happens, you know, and so those are moments that will never happen again. And you get to, you know, let people experience those. Also, it's just a big family reunion. It's like summer camp every time we go to these festivals, because, you know, we're all busy, everyone's out all the time now. And, and, uh, and so, and, and most of us haven't seen each other since BC before COVID. So, you know, since, you know, 100 years BC. And, um and so it's just like, it's crazy to see people in person and, and their faces again. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah.
1: I love that you brought up the, uh, the work mayor, because I, I have them for this job too. I haven't played in a band since I was, you know, like 20 years ago, younger. And, uh, and I still have that one. I still have that one.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Get up on
1: stage. I don't know this song. I don't know how to play guitar anymore. Sure, let's do this.
0: Let's do it. I've I had a few before our first big tour back, you know, and and uh and it was always that same thing. I get up, I look at the set list, I don't know any of these songs. Um, or or I get up and I open my mouth and nothing comes out. Um, or I'm playing some instrument that I don't know how to play, and I don't know why we decided to do that. You know, <laughs> it's just one of those things, it's just that's just going to be the way it is, I think, for the rest of my life.
1: <laughs> Always be there. Well, you know, adding it to the pressure, I don't know if this adds to the pressure at all, but I'm using it as a seg is what I'm doing. But uh, the covers that you all throw out there, and I know you you did some, uh, you know, sort of in the studio versions of it, but it's been so much fun to see, you know, what was Adele's Hello recently and, and Dolly's Jolene. Of course, not the first time you've tackled Dolly. But uh, but the covers, you know, being being a part of this, I, I love the way that you all always take them on. But I think maybe some other uh, fan ask it too. Like, is this leading to something? Is this something you all want to do? Is there a project coming? Because suddenly we're seeing them.
0: Right. Well, you know, it's it's funny because we we have it in the back of our mind it's something that we love to do um but really we were just kind of we were goofing around and uh we literally were pulling some songs out of a hat that we've never tried and those videos on TikTok were literally we we put it together in like two minutes and and just did it because you know hey we got other things to do but we should put up some (laughs) some content and but the funniest thing about that is I told the guys I said you know let's let's plan on doing a cover repeat but let's use some of those like quick thinking um flying by the seat of your pants moments because when we set when we set out to do the Jolene um you know uh cover on TikTok I think it was my little brother who was like well you can't go wrong with Sabbath so it's like duh 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 like yeah let's just do that it's fine but that's, that you know, that's the beauty of it. You know, you can just kind of um, roll with it and go and then that can kind of just become the map. So um, I'm not, I'm not going to say no. Um, uh, I believe, most likely we will end up getting the studio here at some point because we because we've been talking about it more often because everybody else kind of picked up on it. So we're like, Maybe we should get in the studio and do it. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: The cover's EP, the cover, whatever it is. Uh, I would love to hear it. You know, I, I'd also, I, I also want to hear the covers that don't work. Like those are obviously a part of it too. Like, oh, we've always <laughs> wanted to try this and you do it and like, that's not going to happen. No, no one's going to hear that. We
0: we did that on the last cover EP. Um, uh, there's, uh, well, not the, not the reimagined, but the one that we did a bunch of the covers on. The one before that, uh, the reanimate one. And uh, we, that was where ride the lightning came in because ride the lightning wasn't on the list but we had uh was it percy sledge uh when a man the and we and we were recording it and there is a version of us doing it that has never been heard and we like we're listening to it we're like guys like it's just our moms that are gonna like this it's just <laughs> our mom that nobody's gonna care and so we're like well what else can we do? We don't have anything like heavy and we had one day left in the studio because we had only booked it for five days and we were doing like kind of a song a day. And uh, so we already kind of like thrown away a day working on Percy Sledge and um and somebody was like, Well, we were talking about ride the lightning. We're like, Yeah, let's do that. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, this is such a task for for a day. Um, you know, but uh but that was fun. I, another flying by the cedar pants moment that I, I I feel like as I'm talking to you, I'm I'm having this uh epiphany that somehow that's how i've mapped my entire career and my and my life is uh you dive in head first into the shark tank you say yes and then figure it out later
1: (laughs) it's worked out well uh so
0: don't think think just two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think that's worked out really really well and 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 i you know i'll go back to uh you know the, the the bigger topic at hand here because you did put out this amazing record um which i know has its own story its own backstory as you've talked about You know, everything that you dealt with and a lot of us dealt with, you know, over the past few years, especially when the lockdown happened and the mental health moments of this album. Where was your mind? Where were you mentally as as you went into writing these songs?
0: Well, we went through, I guess, a similar roller coaster ride, whereas when everything shut down for the first time, um, you know, we we all we were and we had begun writing uh, for the next record. And so we were all kind of just in my home studio doing things and then there was, uh, you know, just every day was kind of more bad news. Things were shutting down, everyone was encouraging everyone to stay home. And so I basically turned to the guys and like, hey, this is gonna blow over in like a month. We haven't had a vacation in like 17 years. So everybody just go enjoy spending time with your significant other, you know, we'll, we'll reconvene when this all blows over. And then, you know, slowly but surely, month after month it was like okay well we did have like a couple shows come up and we can't do those and then we had a tour coming up and we can't do that and then we were supposed to get into the studio but now I have no idea when that's coming so it was just this like th- this this like one month or so where it's like we get beer delivered to our door this is amazing we're all <laughs> in this together um to oh my god the world is ending and then, as that kept going on, and just you couldn't help feeling kind of the weight of it, and also what was missing, um I don't think that I realized until all of this went down how much um I use all of those weapons you know in my arsenal at, you know whereas you know, albeit just the camaraderie with your with your bandmates or the traveling or um, the, the, the show, which is, has become, you know, a, an, an addiction for a lack of a better term, you know, the, the, live rock show, that's where you get those feelings. And, um, and even just the forward movement, there has never been a time in my life as since I was 13, when we started Hillstorm, that there wasn't something next, you know, anything next, even if it was a bowling alley gig twice a month. In fact, this has been the first time I'd gone that long without a show because speaking of bowling alleys when i was 13 14 years old we did have a bowling alley (laughs) gig at least twice a month so it was just (laughs) one of those things you don't realize how much you use all of that to combat you know these these issues and that you that you do have inside like i i you know i have anxiety i i suffer from bouts of depression and Um, imposter syndrome. And there's an alphabet soup of things that go along with me. Um, And I use a lot of these things as my armor to keep that at bay. And I don't think I realized how much I use it. Um, So, you know, I went through a lot of lows into, okay, I have to like maintain hope. And then at, at one point in time, I was talking to the guys and I'm like, well, what can we do? you know, and, you know, we can immerse ourselves in a couple of different projects. And I started doing a little bit of that and that helped, but really the only way, the only outlet for it was to literally write through it. So sat my butt down and I I went over a bunch of the the older demos that we had begun writing in the beginning before the pandemic. And it just seemed, they seemed a little um, safe and unimportant at that point. So just decided to kind of Keep writing in the now. Okay, what am I feeling right now? Um, even if it sucks and even if, if it's gibberish, I'm just going to put it down every single day. And that was kind of how I worked out of that. Um, <laughs> um, no pun intended, but that you know that six feet hole that I was kind of digging for myself. And so um, the the silver lining and the beautiful thing about that is that I rediscovered why I still love writing and why I still do it. And it's not because it's my career now. It's not because we have fans and it's not because, you know, we have a record label breathing down our neck. (laughs) It's, it's, it's because I need to do it as, as a, as a form of therapy and as a, and as an extension of myself and how I can figure out the, you know, put the crazy puzzle pieces in my head together. Because once you do that, once you, you know, in any of those outlets, once you accomplish that, you know, you're writing these songs, and when you know that they're done and you know that they're good, and you, you can kind of set that issue aside mm-hmm. for a while because it's this productivity, and you're like, well, I think I figured something out about myself through writing that. And then when we were recording the song, so fine, okay, so then finally we get a little bit of a window. Everything got lifted for a while. So then we're all in the studio and we're masked up and we're going over these songs and we're doing it, and then everything would shut down again. We'd have to go away. So it's just like this big back and forth but we didn't have any, sh- hadn't had any shows in so long. So what we realized, we didn't realize this until after we were listening to the masters of these songs that we wrote a pretty heavy record. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> We weren't really intending on doing that. Um, not consciously anyway, but subconsciously, I guess you have to put it somewhere because we couldn't sure. lay all, all the angst out on a stage somewhere. so. Um, So yeah, again, silver linings. Um, This would have been a very different record (laughs) if the world hadn't ended.
1: (laughs) And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know
0: The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.
1: And this is Kyle Meredith with Lizzie Hale of Hellstorm. What well, you know to to talk about the things you're talking about. obviously, cathartic for you, it sounds like, but important for people who are also needing to hear those. I even saw, like, you know, maybe it's Kismet, whatever, but your birthday is on World Mental Health Day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> I I didn't know that I think until this year and I'm like seriously um yeah I mean I've I've always been a huge advocate for it um because uh and my little brother and I talk about that a lot because even when we were growing up um in the 90s there was this huge stigma that if you were going to see a therapist or were trying to figure some things out in your head that meant you were nuts. And so then all of a sudden that's who you are. It becomes like your your identity and that's just not the case, and um, and in the wise words of my drummer slash little brother, he's like, "Sis, we go to a dentist for our teeth. We go to a physical doctor for our bodies. This is just a doctor for our heads. It's the same thing. You need checkups every now and then." I'm like, "Yes, you're right, little bro. It's in in in, in the in the best form. That's exactly what that is. But um, but really trying to break the stigma, but also uh, through with this album." The crazy thing is that because I was and we all were, but we're writing from this personal spot and this almost selfish place. Now, after the album is released, I'm seeing so many people that are are owning these messages and owning these songs as if it were their own and and getting the lines tattooed on their arms because it saved them from something. So then I realized that I was not alone in any of the things that I was feeling because all of these people in front of me on this stage right now have gone through the exact same things that I'm going through and or or are still still going through it. So that's just the power of music and the fact that that can be, you know, passed on um, and uh, is just uh, it's a wonderful thing.
1: It's almost surprising. And I'd be curious where this comes from too, because for the darkest moments of this album, you also have these bright moments. I mean, I I was looking at a song called Terrible, you know, Terrible Things on here. Mm-hmm. And like when you're dealing with the darkness of yourself, how do you see the light in other people?
0: It's true. It's true. Because you you especially and 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 you know I, I find myself saying this a lot, whereas you can't you can't really love somebody. You can't, or should I say, and I'll make another analogy. Um, you can't spill your cup for someone if, if you don't fill it for yourself. So, you know, self-love is very important. Um, but also we're not just dealing with that in these days. It's not just about what you're going through. Uh, you know, you're, we're watching all of the these things happen in real time. These these catastrophic events and these huge leaps backward in in human evolution mm. and thinking and and science and there's but then even on a, a on a petty level it's like there's hate for hate's sake has nothing to do there's no logic to it why why it and why are we still fighting about these petty things that don't matter at all we should be beyond that but if you decide to give up on that then what are we doing it for? So it's, so for me, and in almost a selfish way, I have to always kind of have that light at the end of the tunnel in a lot of these songs, because specifically in that one, like, yes, life sucks. We are weird. We are awful things. <laughs> you know, we're, we're destroying everything in our path. We can't get along, but I don't believe that we're inherently evil. And I don't believe, and I, and I, I can't, I can't just, lie down and say well this is it you know i have to believe that we can be better and that we can move forward and we can ebb and flow and come out of that and a lot of these songs on this album i i I found i write and i i do this a lot i think not just because of the pandemic but even in previous albums you kind of have to write yourself a little pep talk you know it's like i start I, i i journal every day as well um as as you know just putting together lyrics and and music and I think that you you know you you have to kind of put all these things down on paper and you have to like look at it from this perspective and you have to you have to be brutally honest and you know and you have to be hard on yourself and you have to look at (laughs) dog sorry (laughs) um and you have to and you have to look at the world for what it is but you have to somehow find that solution and give that little either pep talk to you or pep talk to the world. Be like, we still got this, you know, because as soon as we lose that, I mean, we, we, we're done, we're done, you know? And so um, that's just, anyway, that's, that's my philosophy in my small corner of the world <laughs> and this is how I survive. <laughs>
1: Well, it does come out in those powerful moments and a uh, strange girl, you know, compliment, like it, those are powerful moments that come out throughout the record. And, and then there's this other side. I mean, the, the religious iconography, always uh, a helpful writing tool that I found, too. But when you look at, you know, you take the steeple, take many of the songs on here uh, and, and you get the appearance of God and the devil and Bibles. Like, what role does that play for you? Maybe just specifically on this album
0: something i I enjoy and i have done other other albums too, but something i enjoy is is use, using that you know religious connotation um to write the devil's music um i just like i like the <laughs> dichotomy of it and and uh and um but but in a lot of ways it's you know it's not it's not untrue and it's not just a turn of phrase or a trick you know I believe that uh especially you know if the church, the church of rock and roll the uh, the stage the sanctuary that we have with with within the show and within our uh, rock community and and the people that come see the shows also what you experience not not just from my perspective performing but but what what you experience when when you go to a show and when you're with a bunch of weirdos that are just like you and you're all singing your hymns you're singing your anthems the things that have changed your life you know and we're under this this, I don't know, it's almost like everything that is going on outside in your life doesn't matter for just just one, just 90 for 90 minutes, you know, at least. Um, None of that matters. And to me, that is a religious experience. So, um, but it's funny. So to go back into my past a little bit, my my parents, um, probably from the time that I was about, I wanna say six or seven, until i was about 12 you know we're very much in uh, the christian community we uh, some of my first concerts were contemporary christian um rock of the 90s <laughs> you know? you've
1: been you, you've had your fair share of audio or no no audio adrenaline concerts yes, audio yeah, adrenaline
0: yeah. <laughs> and and uh, yeah uh dc talk newsboys right. the whole the whole thing so um in a lot of ways that was my first introduction to like live music but um i feel like it's it, it's come full circle now in in my adulthood to kind of bring some of that experience back because there there are there are similarities you know and and not not to get on a not, I, I'm not t- necessarily talking about religion, but the fact that people need these things and they need that that you know they need that north star and uh, and so the fact that you can find um, all of those things within the the immense power of 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 music <laughs> and uh, and our you know our forefathers and mothers of rock, the rock gods that are still still around, but um you know it is is uh, is is beautiful and i I end up just enjoying um you know writing about that and putting that into the songs um now it is it is funny too because the, I do have um a couple family members uh that 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 understand the uh the 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 humor in that and then i have a couple family members that are just oblivious and (laughs) and they're like oh i'm so glad you're talking about god again (laughs) so
1: whatever helps
0: whatever whatever helps it along, right but um but yeah but it's i mean it's 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 all good i i feel like with with everything that we do you have to put that positivity out there you have to because there's like we said before there's you know there's enough of of the negative in the world so
1: uh, I love how you do it. I really do. Uh, again, you. I going compliment it. And I'll quickly, we're probably up against the clock here. I'll quickly just say that uh, also I'm looking forward to the graphic novel, this uh, this Halloween that's coming I'm so out.
0: Excited.
1: Yeah. And, and congratulate, you know, I saw the Gibson guitar. I've been watching that. And did it just pop? Was that what Jimmy Fallon handed Demi Lovato the other it day? Was. I read that?
0: <laughs> it was, I, I had found out the morning of Um, we, we were uh. We had gone over to uh, the Gibson garage in Nashville, Tennessee to, we were, were signing some things for Ukraine relief. And uh, one, of the, one of the guys from marketing comes down. He's like, oh, Lizzie, you're here. He's like, guess what? Jimmy Fallon is gonna give away your Explorer bird to Demi Lovato tonight on his show. I'm like, what? And I, I swear, so like we're, we're watching. And, um, and, and all of us did an audible squeal when he opened up the case. <laughs> it's still, it's still so exciting. It's like, it's like, it still happens when we hear a song on the radio. It's like, Oh, we're on, you know, turn it up. It's the same feeling. So, um, yeah, I know that their circles are getting tighter, um, especially with, with all the cross genres and, and all the, the pop kids are getting into rock now. It's, it's, it, and you know people are discovering dis- discovering metallica for the first time after 35 years you know of <laughs> master of puppets on stranger things it's a it's a beautiful time to be a rock band i'm i'm enjoying seeing everybody discover that so yeah
1: totally there could be that split ep of metallica covering kate bush and vice versa that's a, oh yeah that'd be a okay.
0: good one can we please make that happen somebody anybody Manifest. listening yes <laughs> yes i will personally find you and make you do it that would be awesome
1: it would be awesome uh lizzie congrats again uh i do love back from the dead i'm so looking forward to seeing you guys here in louisville too at at louder than life uh i you know it's it's been years now so this is uh i'm hoping for a good weekend I, i'm hoping to see some fun up on that stage too you know whether it's uh you know the uh, the work dreams or not
0: but, uh, <laughs> regardless well, you know, we don't we we don't perform with a click or tracks or it, or, or any trickery. So um, so there's always a moment within every rock show, whether people notice or not, where it's like, OK, this could be a train wreck or we could make it into something. Oh, now, we, let's go left. We're going left. <laughs> left now. You know, <laughs> the audible
1: is cold. Right. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: Right. On. Well, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it.
0: Of course, of course. And uh, I hope to see it louder in life in, in the flesh. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time, darling.
1: Big old thanks to Lizzie Hale. The brand new Hellstorm record is called Back from the Dead. Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Again, I do hope you hit that subscribe button while you're here. You get three new interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artist and discover some new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser npr wfpk.org youtube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcast from subscribe to kyle meredith with then after that head over to wfpk.org try to do a show monday through friday 6 p.m eastern it's an hour full of song premieres music news anniversary spins bonus interviews it's monday through friday 6 p.m eastern at wfpk.org consequence has your music and film news you can also find me on the old social media spots uh facebook instagram twitter mostly twitter all three of them at kyle meredith is the address i do hope you like and follow that does it for another edition i'm kyle meredith i'll see you next time Consequence Podcast Network.
0: You're awesome. Those were such wonderful questions. I I commend you, kind sir. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media.